Living in the Gray, a questions but no answer series. Living in the Gray. We're all living in the Gray. No, you're living in the Gray. Living in the Gray. You're living in the Gray, hey, hey. We don't talk about politics. Don't give a damn about sports. We'll leave that to the masses. We're part of a different cohort. Living in the Gray. I am your host, E.F. Glenn. Welcome to my podcast. May God bless you all. Go in peace, my children. Welcome. I see you made it to the second episode. That means that I can officially call you my living in the gray soul secrets. This episode is about religion, spirituality, and the lack thereof. I mean, what's church? Church is where people go to praise God. What is God? Wow, you know that is the one question I do not have the answer to. What would you tell a four-year-old? What would you tell yourself? What is God? I don't know. I think that religion and spirituality are the very definition of living in the gray. Trying to understand those two things are like impossible, right? We just know that we're made of something and we know that we are a part of something bigger than us. Oh, just one moment. Welcome to Be Glorious Cafe. Just one in your party today? Yes, table for one, please. While I get situated, I want you to listen to my conversation with DJ about our entire existence. Nowhere in religion does it mention the universe constantly expanding or the possibility of extraterrestrial beings. Like, it, it doesn't leave room for that. What is your take on it? I, I have believed that since I was a kid. Before, um, I was very, I guess, uh, you know, thoughtful or thinking about all this stuff and very curious. Whenever I, I thought about the universe um, being forever expanding, my first thought was, I was like, now, if you go out into space and you go into one direction, like the end of space, like what would be a white wall or something like, you know, right. things are going to happen. Like either you're going to run into a wall and right. you can't go any further, right. or you're going to end up in the same space that you were when you started, <laughs> or you're forever going to go in that direction and it's just continuously going to go, mm. you know, in that one direction. With those three things, the only three possibilities that are really could happen, if you hit a white wall, that means the universe is contained in something else, right? Oh, okay. Okay. So it's like we're contained into something else. Okay. Right. Right. Because if I, if you hit a wall, that means that wall, there's something else. You know what I mean? There, there's, and then two, if you end up where you began, that means it's circular. It's round. Mm-hmm. Right? If it just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going and never stops, that means it's forever generating. Right. Well, you know, and that's the only three things that can happen. Right. And in my perception, um, so people think of it, we're one galaxy of billions. Yes. You know, like one galaxy of billions. Yes. And, and people are like, oh, well, we're the smartest thing in the universe I'm like no no <laughs> <laughs> look, 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 look how about this it's you proven so little right we know so little and it's proven in the hieroglyphics because everybody's portraying the same beings <laughs> right <laughs> Now, before we move on to aliens and talk about extraterrestrials, I have to tell you that my grandmother on my mother's side was on an airplane one time and she noticed a unidentified aircraft approach her window. And she looked at the guy behind her and he saw it too, but they both agreed not to say anything. 
Another incident was when my dad was on a Navy ship back when he was in the Navy in his 20s and they were doing night watch. And he said an unidentified craft, same as you see on the television or portrayed on television, um, approached the ship and shined a light on it and disappeared. And the uh, person in charge at the time told everyone to keep their lips shut. So what do you think about that? I do believe in um, aliens, I guess you want to put it, but I, I think that just like I, I think that they believe in us, you know, that they that we exist. Mm. I believe that they exist. Um, and I would love to see the day that, you know, we find out that it's there. I would love that as well, honestly. I respect religion. Um, I think religion, the, our world and our society would crumble because it would it would remove the the fear of consequences. I think there's a lot of people out here that you know are good people or they do good out of fear of going to hell. And if that's what they need to to be a good person, then hey. I'm all for it. I agree. You go to church. You do. You you do what you need to do. You believe in what you need to believe. Um, but for me, it's just it's not there. I, I but I do fear that finding aliens and such will make a lot of people doubt um, their religious beliefs and therefore cause society to um, become chaotic. Go with yeah, be, become chaotic. We have microbes that live on us. We have little organisms living within us that help, you know, bring us who we are. Um, if you look at a neutron, it looks a little bit like a solar system. Uh, <laughs> You know, and we're made up of, you know, neutrons. And um, and so what if we are a part of, we're, we're microorganisms and inside of a neutron, if you, if I'm just trying to put it as scientific as possible, but we're part of a bigger being because when we were in our infancy and I mean, earth back in the caveman days, you know, um, the being that we're living on could have been an infant as well. And we just kind of grow into adults and we grow old and then we die. And so what if we're just a part of a, a being of a, a a bigger being that is expanding and we just don't know it. Absolutely. I've, I've had that same exact thought. Like, what if our solar system was just an atom? Yeah. You know, for, for a bigger being. Yeah. You know, like, but what if our our sun was just an atom uh, neutron, you know? Right. Um, but just, it's huge to us because of our perception of it. We're standing here, so we big, massive thing. But for someone, for the higher, larger entity, it's just an atom. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's a possibility too. And anyone, I don't think, you know, I can't say it's fact or anything like that, but I think that it, it should be on the table. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, and because we are living in the gray and there's no right or wrong, <laughs> there's no need for anyone to be offended by what we're saying right now because they can't prove or disprove what we're saying. Exactly. <laughs> it just needs to be on the table. It just needs yeah. to be on the table. <laughs> exactly. And I look at it like, you know, the the different, like, say, for instance, in America, you know, we have black and white issues. Um, I look at it like white and red blood cells, you know, <laughs> you know, different things are good for us. Different things are bad for us. And sometimes they, they come and they and they they hit, they bump heads. And I kind of look at like situations that we might go through as a society or or in the world as I'm, I'm, I'm kind of computing it down to we're just microorganisms all trying to survive. But our bigger purpose is to be a part of a bigger thing, you know? Right.
You see what I mean about religion, spirituality, and a lack thereof being the very definition of living in the gray? Interesting, isn't it? Let's listen to what Ellis has to say about it. Uh, yeah, spirituality is very important to me. It was uh, drilled into my head as a young man, uh, a baby. I remember being baptized when I was like maybe three or four years old. I still remember that to this day. And my dad drilled that in my head more so than my mom. And my dad, you know, he's always taught me to pray and to talk to God and to have a relationship with God. And um, that has helped me tremendously in my life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whenever I, whenever I achieve something, I don't accredit it to myself. You know, I credit it to God for giving me the, the, the strength and the know-how, you know, the endurance to get it done. Through spirituality comes values, you know what I'm saying? What's right and what's wrong. The spirituality in me and the values that my parents instilled in me, you know, gave me a, con- a major conscience. You know, while my friends was cutting school, you know, one thing I love about myself, I never succumbed to peer pressure as a young man. You know, my friends would go off, hey man, let's cut class, we're gonna go smoke some weed. And I'm like, nah, I'm going, I gotta test, I gotta go to class. Mm-hmm. Oh, you a nerd. I was at that moment right there when they called me a nerd. I could, you know, either say, you know what, I'm gonna be cool and I'm gonna go with them and smoke some weed. I didn't do that. I said, all right, I'll be a nerd. I'll see y'all later. Right. So, <laughs> you know, and that's, that was my, that's my whole life. You know, I've been like that my whole, I've always been a leader. You know what I'm saying? I owe it all spirituality and uh, values. Ellis brought up a lot of great points. I do think that spirituality brings a sense of value to ourselves and to each other. He also mentioned that growing up in Jersey City, there were a lot of negative influences around him. And though he was able to partake in some of those, he was able to scale back because of his upbringing and his value for himself. Uh, waiter, can I get a bottle of champagne? My pleasure, Mel. So listen, I really don't know what to tell my four-year-old when he asks, what is God? I mean, we know that there's a scientific factor there that religion sometimes ignores. And yet we know that the scientific explanation doesn't always give way to a spiritual realization. But we are spiritual beings having a human experience. Haven't you heard of that? I strongly believe in that. And I am a deeply spiritual person knowing all of the scientific background that is available to us. So I guess I can tell him when he asks, what is God? I guess my answer can be, Well, listen, son, we are a part of a bigger being, of a higher being, maybe even multidimensional. But all we know is that we are spiritual beings and he should tap into his spiritual self, the good in him, whenever possible. And he should treat himself and others with the utmost respect and value because if we are a part of a bigger being, that makes us all little gods and goddesses, right? You're goddamn right. Right? Doesn't it? Doesn't it kind of make us on a higher level than kings and queens? We are little gods and goddesses. That's how I like to look at us. And maybe I can just tell him that, you know, God is us. You know, we're a part of God and we should just tap into all of the good that we have. Now, listen, I reached out to my pastor friend, Marcus. One thing about Marcus is he has a Pentecostal background. 
And um, so he, he has a lot of flavor in his religion and spiritual soul, in his religious and spiritual soul. Um, so I just asked him a very simple question so we can end this podcast. Take a listen. Do you think God has a sense of humor? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, but ask that question. Listen, absolutely yes. Yeah, first off, where do we get personality from? Where do we get laughter from? Just think about it. You know, where do we get laughter from? I have children. Sometimes I listen to my children's conversation. They're funny. They're mm. hilarious. The best conversations, if you want to let laugh, listen to them when they think you are listening. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that's my time. But I just wanted to get across that no matter what you believe in, um, I feel like we are a part of a higher being. And when we are in a good space and when we are in positive vibes and diving into positive energy amongst ourselves and with one another, I feel like we put our higher being in a great space as well. And therefore we will reap rewards from that. Um, if you think of it as this, um, when we're sick, our higher being is sick. And it doesn't have to necessarily be physically sick, but when we are mentally and spiritually sick, um, you know, then we, we create havoc for not only ourselves, but for whomever we are serving. So I just want to encourage you to Get in tune with your spiritual self. I know one way to do that is through music. Music creates a energy within us and find the music that creates the most positive energy for you and kind of dive into that and meditate on it. That's what I do. So until the next episode, have a wonderful day or night wherever you are. For more information about me and to read some of my work, please visit www.bfglenn.com. I am also on social media as BFGlenn. Thank you for listening to Mommy Podcast.